Good morning, sunshine. You look like you just woke up. I did. Kind of. <laughs> Am I the right energy for, for starting your day? Because we're on so different. Like, I'm hyped no. up right now. <laughs> Too much, Joey. Dude, I, I, no, I, you're fine. I got a problem because I have to go to bed sometime soon. And uh, yeah. I, I, I have like a like a planned early morning call time tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And normally I'm pretty good about the whole regulating my schedule thing. But but I, I the, the 7 a.m. tomorrow is going to hurt because it is soon and I am not ready for it. I, I'm 7 a.m. What the fuck? Why do you have to get up at 7 a.m.? By the time this podcast comes out, there is going to be a uh, new show on the team liquid channel that I am filming and also the talent for. So that's going to be, that's going to be a thing. I cast, look at Joey. I cast myself in his own shows. I cast myself. Right. Like I I guess that's, you know, I, I, I'm not taking anyone up to my hotel room to like ask them to like take their clothes off. I'm, I'm not being abusive to anyone else in a producer role. I've learned the lessons of people before me. Instead, what I do is just take everything for myself instead of exploiting other people, which I am going to argue is an improvement. And I'm also going to argue this is just a bad joke. Let's, yes, and. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, what's the director of Pulp Fiction? Uh, Tarantino. Tarantino. As long as you just don't go all Tarantino with it, and, uh, <laughs> put myself put in yourself every movie. in there, and and well, and then put yourself in <laughs> sexually gratifying situations. Hey man, Margot Robbie's <laughs> feet looked great in the movie. That's all I'm gonna say. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. What about uh? What's her name? Selma Hayek. Good feet. <laughs> Good feet as well. <laughs> Really? Dave, he looked even better in his mouth for some reason. <laughs> what a fucking weird scene. Uh, that scene actually like killed that movie for me. Yeah, it really takes you out of the whole this is art. I'm just, why? Why is this happening right now? <laughs> did you did you watch any in any movies on the planet? Are are you a plain movie person? Uh depends on um the setup. Like, um, th- this time around, for whatever reason, I lost my, um, the cord for my wireless headphones, mm. so I didn't have a way to plug in, so no, I, I didn't do, uh, any of that. Gotcha. Cause, uh, cause we're, we're fresh off, uh, we're fresh off the Oscars, which I'm sure everyone oh. is dying. Literally, like, people are gonna come into this podcast and be, man, I cannot wait till they talk about the Oscars. Um, and all yes. I'm saying is... I, I, I got a copy of Nomadland, which is definitely legally acquired, that I put onto my computer to back up, that I can send to you for the plane ride back if you want to be more cultured. I'm just, just, just going to throw it out Nomadland, there. 2020, drama western. A woman in her 60s, after losing everything in the Great Recession, embarks on a journey through the American West. I think this is the first time that the, like... Metacritic's movie of the year, like based on critic reviews and like year end lists, also won the Oscar uh, for best picture. I haven't watched it yet, but I did now download it, so I feel like I, I'm I'm going to get myself more cultured. I've been doing a thing where even though I don't really watch a lot of movies, I'm trying to like watch 
like two or three of the best picture films to try and be more cultured so that that that's on mm. my horizon this week yes you're trying to be more cultured by watching um some of the things recommended to you by award categories like the oscars while simultaneously killing cinema good work joey <laughs> you're really showing your appreciation that's true i think that all cinema should be dead and everything should live on a tiktok <laughs> tiktoks that i cast myself in let's you go you wouldn't liquid. steal a car <laughs> have you seen that latest one you wouldn't download an nft <laughs> that one's a banger whoever came up with that fucking banger Hey man, I, uh, I I respect the fact that I do not own Jack Dorsey's tweets. Someone else does, right? I mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't download it. I wouldn't. St- I wouldn't yeah. even so much as look at it. Yeah, don't don't look at it. How do you how do you feel about uh, it's in a museum? How how do you feel about uh some some esports orgs getting into the whole NFT thing? Uh, cash grab. That's how I feel about it. I, I looked at uh, one of those things recently, the Socios one. Uh, I don't know exactly what that is, but it's like you can own a part of the eSports org or whatever that, you know, like to be fair, I'm totally speaking out of my ass. I don't actually know what their business model is, but I look at it and be like, huh, I, I look at the, I, I cl- specifically click on it and be like, what other, what other Dota orgs? are a part of this fucking money grab alliance og navi i believe was the the list and again i you know i don't know the business model it could be an amazing thing it could be the future but my gut my initial reaction that's a money grab i i'm someone who likes cryptocurrency as people who've who've listened to the show have have heard stories about right like this 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 is something that like I, i i feel a base level into and not understanding or really liking the NFT thing makes me feel a little bit old. And esports orgs who are doing it, um, and I think you know, I'm, I I I I don't want to sound like I'm on a Team Liquid high horse here. Pardon the pun, because I think that there are plans to do something uh, more NFT for the fans and less NFT for 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 capital gains. But but I, I'm seeing all these companies like you know. Who's buying the Wendy's NFTs? I, I, I don't know who that person is. Yeah. But but maybe that's just me being out of touch. I feel like most people who are buying NFTs are people who think they're going to be valuable later on. That's what I've heard from, from like, you know, and <laughs> by what I mean from that is that's what the New York Times has told me by reading. <laughs> that, 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 that it's a super speculative market, right? It's like, oh, if, if I buy Jack Dorsey's tweet... If if I buy the like you know Nade shots, it's gonna say I'm not even gonna say what I was gonna say. Fuck. If if I buy Nade shot shot, then I can uh then I can resell it again. I I, I guess that's it because it'll in theory appreciate because like the first of something. But I'd rather just have a bunch of Ethereum <laughs> or something that's an asset. Yeah. Yeah. Also, isn't there something inherently like about the internet that it is a a culture that um, is always moving? I feel like this is you're you're buying a piece of time when you do these like buy a tweet or whatever the fuck you know. 
and uh, and I feel like the internet doesn't really give a fuck. The internet just churns out more content, better content. Like there are very few things that you know we hold on to internet-wise for nostalgia. It's mostly just really good fucking memes. <laughs> That's like like you know if I could invest in memes. You know, I've also heard it explained as like a as, as like a playground for the wealthy in the same sense that like the the traditional art world is, like you know, people who yeah. can spend a hundred thousand dollars on a statue to either put in a storage unit or their front yard or like not really appreciate like a, a lot of high yeah, end but, artists. But you can like lock that shit up, you know. You're you're able to like put it into your fucking rich underground sex dungeon, you know, and like occasionally whatever fucking gold digger comes along you can here's my sex dungeon ah, and here's this uh fuck i paid five million for this painting it's actually pirated it was stolen from a museum and now it's mine and you can only see it here <laughs> you can't say that about jack dorsey's tweet this is mine and then they pull up jack dorsey's twitter and they're like this is mine this is mine <laughs> <laughs> this is everybody's like, isn't that part of the the fucking appeal of art for, for many rich people is, like, taking something and locking it away? It's mine now, and only I can have it. I don't know. I, I feel like what I'm doing here is, is I'm fishing for someone to either roll up to my Twitter or in the YouTube comments. Give give me give me a line or two about why they're interested in NFTs or like why it's something they've invested in. Because I suspect that, that someone listening has... Either for either for speculative reasons or like personal enjoyment gratification reasons. So like, I'm guessing that that person might tell me which 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 I'm looking for the insight for. Because if it's anything like last yeah, uh, week, tell us if you bought PPDs tweets. I saw him. <laughs> I saw him selling those. <laughs> I did. Tell see us that. if you did that. He needed that money I'll to go get more tattoos. Um. I, I, uh, I say that because. There was also a litany of people last week who who uh, who really own zoned uh, me about Eastern Europe and about how that's how they sell oh, my yeah. life. Somebody tweeted at me about that too. Uh, it was a good message though. I feel like I learned something. Did you get the guy who was uh, who was going to be a historian? No, 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 no. I I I I don't think no. I got that person. But I wasn't looking at your Twitter feed. I, I got a couple of mine in the YouTube comments. But but basically uh, the. The, the 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 cliff notes version of it all and and my ignorance coming out is that a lot of people are like oh that's how i self-identify as eastern european even though i technically might live in asia or x country and i'm like oh i never even thought to ask what they call themselves huh okay point taken <laughs> what, what did the historian tell you uh the europe goes all the way to the <clears throat> pronunciation you're all you're all mountains <laughs> which um, I had seen in um, a history book. I had seen that uh, that fucking term, the Ural Mountains, and I was like, I wonder where those actually are. And then I click on it, and holy shit, <laughs> the Ural Mountains are fucking really <laughs> far east. What the fuck? <laughs> It, like, cuts off a third of fucking Russia. It's, like, <laughs> straight up, like, above Kazakhstan. <laughs> and I was like, wow. That's a lot of land. Europe's, re Europe's really reaching. 
<laughs> they always have been, right? King, king, king yeah. colonialism. Um, so, so yeah, so, so the same people who who told me about Eastern Europe, please tell me about NFTs. That that's what I'm trying to get across here. <laughs> yeah. Um. I did my first family gathering post COVID yesterday. Was it good? Are you allowed to not like your family? Yes. <laughs> Great. Okay. Thank you. You're 100% allowed. I tell Ellie that all the time. You're allowed to not like your family. You're allowed to cut your family out of your life. You're allowed to cut anybody out of your life if they are toxic to you in some way. If they do not make your life better, you are free to say, well, I am a grown-ass whole human being, and I can decide who is a part of my life and who isn't. And uh, that includes family. I think, uh, I, I don't know if, if I, if the break between being with my family, and by family, I don't mean my immediate family. I, 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 mm-hmm. I might joke about my, my, my mom or my dad, but like I have, I have a real affinity towards them, and I don't really have any problems with them at all. Um. My 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 aunts and uncles and other and people people of that nature. Uh, I think they. It's always aunts and uncles. I think they've gotten more racist over the last year. Either that, or mm. I like forgot about it because I haven't like had to directly interact with them, and now I'm confronted with it again. I I, I went to I went to a family gathering on Saturday, and uh, I was the only person with a mask on inside, even though a good chunk of people weren't vaccinated. I was getting bullied for it. And I'm like, well, fuck me. Sorry that I'm sorry that I'm doing this for your safety. My bad. Um, and then, and then they were just, uh, they, I, they, they, they felt more Fox newsy than normal. And, and I walked away from Saturday being like, fuck. I think one of the things that I might've liked about 2020 was not having to do this. So that that, 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 that that's like anymore. an internal reckoning that that I'm actively dealing with and trying to process right now. This is just a therapy session, actually. So thank you. You should you should, you should Venmo request me for for the time. Um, but but I, I'm I'm really trying to struggle to digest moving forward and dealing with some of these people who are like vaccine deniers. Okay, whatever. That might change a little bit, but like. The, the 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 crazy amount of of uh just just like racist shit they're saying is is gross now it's always been gross but like now now it's more front and center like i feel like they're not hiding it anymore and i'm like what what happened what happened to you guys they got a a year of um of being cloistered in and not being you know in general society and and uh got used to having their own private thoughts uh just um you know continued to be spouted without any pushback and also they probably were on the i i love i love the fucking fact um you know the 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 various there's various takes on this meme but like the basics of it is that like you know your parents always warrant you about the dangers of the internet and like all the fake stuff is on there and never trust anybody on the internet <laughs> <laughs> and now those exact same people are falling for like the biggest bullshit, <laughs> like the easiest fucking lies in the world. 
<laughs> it's uh it's uh very very funny to me case, i uh, case, i enjoy that yeah. quite a bit case case in point i i have people who were like joey how are this is like let's say 2008 2007 maybe they're like joey you're using paypal to you can't people on the internet money are, on the internet are going to like steal your information and your parents are going to go broke because they're going they're going to rob you fast forward 14 years later hey did you read this article that i saw uh on 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 facebook that was um the reason why i can't get the vaccine is because it, it's going to make me infertile it's it's it, it, it's it's going to fuck with all my ability to have children I'm like my my, my son's 16. <laughs> Meanwhile, the person who's saying this is like literally post menopause, and I'm like, okay, yeah, go on. I'm like, my son's 16. What? I can't give him the vaccine because what if he never has kids? Good. Don't pass off on your fucking idiot genes. I'm. This is a fringe case scenario. The son in question is adopted, so the genes were not passed on. Uh, but. Don't I'm, pass off on your fucking. Uh, uh, brainwash. There it is, brainwash. Whoo! Couldn't think of that word for a minute. Speaking of that, on your brainwashed ideology. Speaking of that, the reason why we were together is for a for a communion. So, <laughs> just, what, just what is leave communion? that one. <laughs> that's gonna that's gonna offend our three Catholic fans. Uh, a communion is when you're Catholic and become an adult in the eyes of the church. You like turn sixteen. There's like a service. I think. Oh, okay. I actually didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's just, it's uh, there's like a baptism, and then I think there's something else, and then like a, like a I, I assume it's just a much smaller deal than a Jewish bar mitzvah. Yes, I I, I think I think a bar mitzvah is, is, is much maybe. more of, of of like a celebration yeah. of cornerstone. A communion is like I think you have to be committed to the church to do a communion. So mm. my theory is is this cousin is uh going to go to college get out of the house and then one day we're gonna have beer and it's gonna be like dude <laughs> you have no idea what i went through at home and i can't wait to find that out or he's gonna grow up bigoted like they are which will just be sad so so one of those two things is gonna happen and i can't wait to find out which one but 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 uh tldr uh, uh first first family event bad time bad time and don't go anymore and tell them you're not going to go anymore. And tell them the reasons why. Yeah. I'll be like, hey, I'm yeah. not going to be here because... Um, you guys are racist as fuck. <laughs> they won't understand. I don't want to hear your crazy theories about Obama anymore, Margaret. Oh my god, that's wild. Her name's Margaret. <laughs> I'm being... I am, I am being I, serious. <laughs> I, I actually have a family member um, who her name is also Margaret. Uh, so maybe that's why it was in my subconscious. Uh, <laughs> but I, spe I specifically chose a name that like was, was sounded older. Uh, but the Margaret in my family is actually the polar opposite. She's, uh, she's on the opposite side of that. She's uh, constantly, I, I am constantly getting fucking, updates from my mom who is like you know an npr liberal and um she she tells me basically what's going on with my aunt and uncle and my cousins and the various family dynamics that are going on there uh with my aunt and uncle being 
rather uh, right-leaning and libertarian and mm-hmm. also hate, you know, like this is the same conversation did i tell you about this conversation about my mom talking to my aunt and in my aunt asking her like are you ever going to get the are you going to actually get the vaccine and my mom's like yeah i work in an office like i don't know anybody who's not going to get the vaccine and my aunt's like well i don't know anybody who is going to get the vaccine it's like that kind of dynamic so and, and then margaret is uh married into the family and uh, she is she's very liberal. Uh, uh, her and my cousin that she's married to went to like Black Lives Matters and all that sort of thing, right? And so it's like constant infighting between them. And I get the updates about it all the time. It's uh, yeah. I mean, I'm just glad my mom is who my mom is. I'll just uh, put it that way. I, I'm happy I, that I, I can... not want to fight <laughs> with I'm... with my direct family that way. I'm happy that I can talk to my parents, and even though we don't see eye to eye on everything, um, my my dad is much more uh, center right. My mom is center left. My sister doesn't really understand much, but she uh, cares sometimes. Uh, like we can have like a good spirited conversation, and no one gets like upset at each other, right? Like mm. like 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 it feels productive, and like ideas are shared and stuff like that. The problem that I have with my family on whole um is that i am kind of the 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 black sheep mm-hmm. because they're all catholic my fa- uh-huh. my 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 core family is not and i'm yeah. the least <laughs> yeah. um I'm I'm the person who was like I, I'm the first person to graduate college and was always was always like a, kind of put on a pedestal for education so I'm I'm like I'm like the the the, the college atheist boy, and also mm. I'm I am the most outspoken, um, called liberal, called left wing, call it call it whatever whatever you want, pro- progressive, you know, pick pick your title, right? So I have all this going against me, so I'm always just kind of put in 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 like a box, and as like this person who just gets like pats on the head, it's like oh crazy Joey, one one day he'll make. <laughs> One day he'll make money and he'll understand that we can't give it to all the poor people because they don't deserve it and they should work harder. And I'm like... That's what Jesus would have wanted. Yeah, I know, right? Um, so, so so, that's the thing. So I, I, I always get... I always get uh, it, it's hard for me to not be a character in their head and be taken mm. seriously. And then when I try and have conversations with them, because they normally start these things, and I try and run from them because I know what's going to happen. I try and, like, ask for, like, details or facts or anything that's, like, a layer removed from their argument to try and, like, figure out the thought process behind it or, like, try and start a conversation. And they can just never explain anything to me without, like, getting red in the face and raising their voice. And it's like... Well, I can't even, you know, if I could have a conversation with you, I'm cool not being on the same page. I would love to have some of your perspective. But the fact that I can't even get that, I think, is what bothers me the most. Because we can't even talk without them getting just upset. You, um, my family is, um, Seventh-day Adventist. Have I ever told you that? You know what that is? I, you have, and I vaguely do. But, like, not much more beyond that. <laughs> Uh, I'm not sure if I've ever told this on the podcast, but, uh, for those of you guys, 
who don't know exactly what uh, Adventists are understand. It's the calendar, right? Uh, For Christmas, every day you get a new chocolate. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's it's the uh, Protestant uh, Christian uh, sect that is that follows like certain um, like um, Old Testament rules so basically some of the stuff that's in uh judaism is also in uh so like not eating the wrong meat for example not eating pork not even the like open or closed hoofed animals or whatever the fuck they are uh it's we go to church on saturday instead of sunday as an example um and you you would be um you would be well forgiven for uh not knowing about the Adventist religion um, because it shouldn't exist. <laughs> and the reason for that being is is originally the Adventist religion was largely based around the fact that they believed that the day of reckoning was coming sometime in like the 1980s or something like that. Like they did some math on the Bible about like all the, the, the days that are, uh, that are added up in like the uh, book of Revelations. And the day of reckoning was like the 1980s or some shit, 1960s maybe, and it didn't happen obviously, but it's still here. So after that day, they're like, "Well, what do we do now? Do we have to get like real uh, jobs or something?" <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, the rapture didn't happen, and so uh, you know, you, you, you know what, <clears throat> you know what, my sixth grade teacher told me. The reason, uh, the reason it didn't happen is because we did that math on the Bible. And of course, there's a famous passage in, in the Bible about um, how about men will never know like when God will come, basically. Like uh, they'll never, never know that day. And because we did that math, then God's like, well, you're not supposed to know the date. <laughs> so I'm going to come later. You know, that logic in theory <laughs> checks out, I guess, except yeah, yeah. for it being... Why? Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to uh, shout out to uh, Mr. Tchaikovsky. <laughs> it was his name? I'm gonna guess it's like Polish or something, Mr. Tchaikovsky, and uh, who also showed us a documentary about uh, the uh, the evil of of metal music and uh, the devil's horns in the '90s. Man, remember when people in the scared? late 90s he showed us a film about the evils of metal and its ties to Satanism and the fucking devil's hordes and shit in the late 90s when that craze happened in the early 80s. That's how fucking stuck in the past he was. <laughs> My mom was so mad when I told her. I was like, yeah, we watched a documentary about uh, the, the evils of, of metal music and Satanism. And she's like, what? Excuse me. <laughs> Meanwhile, your mom's wearing a Metallica T-shirt. <laughs> is, is that your? Yeah, I mean, my dad actively listened to Metallica at that time, so you know. <laughs> is that like how your parents? Did your parents meet at the church or something? Or is it no, like, is this like one side of your is, family? No, my dad has never been religious. Okay, so so this is like from from your mom's world. <laughs> yeah, my my mom's side of the family, yeah, which she is. Uh, I don't think. Adventist anymore. I don't think she has been for a while. She met your dad and she became a heathen and the rapture never came, so you know. That's true. She ruined the rapture. <laughs> she ruined Damn the rapture. it, Mom. You had to learn about God. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. 
Jesus. Um, I don't know what to talk about in the world of the DPC aside from one thing. And that one thing, which I'm going to say is objectively the biggest piece of news. People are going to be like, mm-hmm. fucking Joey, he's such a shill. He only knows about one region and one team. It's like it's his job or something. But the only... Is, 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 is there anything interesting to talk about in the DPC right now that isn't Sumail? Uh, yeah, sorry. Very quickly. Apparently, I was totally wrong. It was apparently... Uh, it goes even further. October 22nd, 1844. Oh, they were this on ha- twice? They have a day for it. It's called the Great Disappointment. <laughs> well, hold on. They're disappointed about not mass extinction? Well, yeah, because you're supposed to go to heaven, Joey. Uh, you know, I, uh, I genuinely didn't even think about it like that. You're, I guess you're right. On, on the day after the Great Disappointment, October 23rd, uh, Hiram Edson became convinced that the light would be given and their disappointment explained. Uh, yeah, and then, you know, they changed the religion tenets based off of that. Like, oh, we we were wrong about something. So, <clears throat> yeah, sorry. Uh, Samael in liquid. Very interesting stuff. <laughs> I think, I mean, we can talk. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> Is there anything else? Is that the only piece of news uh, that's worth knowing? I mean, Loda's, Loda's uh, tweet about hating talent because we're so bad and wrong and biased <laughs> let's let's start there let, 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 let's start there i saw this because i saw kyle's response and then and and, and i saw that reddit post i saw that twitch clip right first yeah. off big it was, fan. it was good it was funny, I, it was funny. I, I'm, I'm gonna say big fan because uh i really like the voice it was told in and like the little bit of smarminess that was there, I think that mm-hmm. Kyle functions his. Kyle is at his best when he has just a little bit of venom in his words, just just yeah. a little bit. Not 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 when it's flame, but when there's just a little bit of fuck you. That's when yeah. I think Kyle's at his best. Also, selfishly, that's when I think I'm at my best. So maybe I'm just empathizing. Um, I the I danger saw... is when he gets too schmarmy. Exactly, because then, 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 like, you know, yeah. you're, like, smelling your own shit or you're believing your own hype yeah, or, like, it's yeah. too aggressive. Like, you just want – you want a little bit, like, like, like enough to really – to just uh, – a little, little shake. A little, little kick, cut. a little bite. Yeah. I, I saw the clip before I had to go back and look at the tweets, and my, my, my takeaway <laughs> there isn't much different than, like, I think what a lot of people on Reddit or other people are saying is that – how has Loda not learned to just shut the fuck up? <laughs> oh, it keep, this keeps happening to him, <laughs> and everybody keeps making fun of him for it. Why does he keep making the same mistakes? He's not learning. He's not learning from 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 the mistakes. I think. Why aren't you learning? It's been ten years. <laughs> that's that. That's the thing. It's like. Oh, like I understand. I, I I don't know if it's like a I'm not understanding your humor necessarily. Like there might be a little bit of a cultural divide between like 
how sarcasm might be it's ignored. Not. No, no, it's not. Yeah, no. Lotus is kind of being an asshole, which is like you don't. <laughs> and the thing is, is like I think that you're allowed to be an asshole, and that is some people's brands. But when you're like only an asshole when things are negatively pointed towards you, and like that's your response to criticism, it's a bad look. And then, I mean, getting caught in the trap of just doing it over and over again is is, is isn't great. So, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know um the the part of the re like i just Loda's done this for a long time and the way he puts this doesn't in in no way is this like uh fucking ah, right back at you <laughs> like you know it's nothing like that you could just read the tone but like if you really want further evidence that, that Loda is not like joking around he is actually very sensitive to this and he is legitimately upset he uh there was a reddit thread uh that um that said loda actually liked this comment <laughs> there are layers to this one right um he puts out his enigma tweet you know very very pc very like you know they did a great job doesn't mention anything about like you know fucking told that fucking talent that, that we were you know whatever Somebody responds, can't wait for butt-herded N.A. caster without any achievements in his pro-Dota career and let it virgins to see this. Long live Alliance. <laughs> that person, fucking, that person who made that response, Loda likes that tweet. That person goes and puts it up on Reddit. They take a screenshot of their own tweet saying loda like this it wasn't like some reddit investigate like let me find out what loda's liking right now it was that guy who posted that on reddit saying loda like this tweet lamau <laughs> and the funniest part is most sane people most reasonable people look at that and be like jesus christ that is incredibly immature that is like <laughs> off the walls immaturity, right? And that's what all the comments are saying. <laughs> the top comment is like, "Why are you even?" <laughs> oh wait, wait, no, no, sorry, that's that's not the top comment. Let me let me find the the uh, top comment here. Loda more immature than Kyle. What a timeline. Go on, fucking. I don't think he likes casters, but the Dota scene would be nothing, and it goes on to brace casters or whatever. Kyle living rent-free in his head. We should be happy. <laughs> anyway, I like some of this is mean, so I'm not gonna get into it. But like the point of it is the entire thread is shitting on Loda. Everybody <laughs> thinks that this guy posted this as a like a, as clowning on Loda. But this guy legitimately believes he's like, dude, check this out. Are you guys seeing this? Loda's based as fuck right now, boys. You're seeing this? Loda's damning these fucking casters he's dunking on these fools right now check this out boys check this shit out and the entire reddit thread's like dude you probably shouldn't be going through lotus history just to find fucking bad takes from him this is it's like i understand it's cringe but like you really dude, come on just like don't be obsessed dude and this guy's like no that's that's my tweet that's my tweet that's why i posted it because because Loda's dunking on the haters. What are the odds that person who posted that tweet had some kind of a Pepe emote and or a Bulldog <laughs> subscriber? Fucking no, like... 
So I just responded like condolences on this thread not going the way you intended. He deleted it. <laughs> I'm I glad you were in just like how tone deaf can you be? My God. Uh, it, uh, I, have I have I explained what those uh, what those predictions are about? No. Okay, so the predictions got posted after games were played. I I know that because you were like. Wait a second. <laughs> yeah, and our predictions went in before like any games were played. And if anybody wants to know, they literally just ask us like 10 minutes before the show. Like, hey, can you guys give us a one through eight predictions? And we all fucking write it down. And it's actually funny because like, I don't think I, I at least did not really look at other people's predictions when I put mine in. I just put something that Basically, my reasoning, I, I have Alliance, by the way, on the worst. And Loda didn't put his name and uh, my name in his mouth for whatever reason. I don't know why. <laughs> he called fucking Fog Judas. How fucking over the top can you be? Oh, my God. Yeah. But he didn't mention me. I don't, I don't fucking know why. But uh, <clears throat> I put, I put um, the, the only thing I knew about my predictions was I wasn't going to put Secret at the top. And I wasn't going to put the lower division teams at the bottom, too. Everything else was, like, a mix of analysis, but also knowing that, like, we don't know. We have no fucking idea. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend otherwise. We have no fucking clue. It's a new patch. We, we haven't seen half these teams play for, like, almost two months or something like that if they didn't go to the major. And then we also saw that some of these teams at the major, but it's, like, the COVID major, you know? It's, like, I'm not even sure. It's not a good format. It's it, there. Half the teams were fucking ripped apart by not having uh, all their players and shit. Like, it's not, it's not good evidence, you know. So I just put like I was like, ah, am I gonna put Nigma or OG at the top? And I was like, eh, I'll put OG. Am I gonna put Alliance, Liquid, or Tundra getting knocked out? Uh, fuck it, Alliance. They maybe they'll because they bombed out of the group stage. Maybe they're gonna fucking just. Can't figure shit out. Maybe maybe teams feeling bad about that. You know? Who am I going to put of the lower division teams into uh, actually making it through? Brain or Hellbear Smashers? Coin flip? <laughs> That's how the prediction list was made. <laughs> because we know there's nothing to know about this. Like, we'll take prediction lists serious if there's, like, not a new patch. If we have uh, reasons and, like, like, game footage to go over. <clears throat> Sorry, I got a frog in my throat. We've got game footage to go all over. There's not a new patch. We've got like a clear timeline of like this is what the team looks like. <laughs> it would probably be <laughs> How do you take a prediction list seriously when there's no evidence to back it up? It would probably be uh <clears throat> like like if they wanted you to take that seriously, I wouldn't make you rank one through eight. I would say give me top four, bottom four. Mm. Or something. Because yeah. then you can probably you can probably realistically be like okay top four uh, duh, Nig Nigma Secret OG, um, I don't know is this, is 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 it Liquid is it is it Tundra is it something is it something wild, or maybe like you know top three bottom three middle two like something something that doesn't like tie you into like well now I have to be like some kind of a prediction savant. It is funny that Loda didn't call you out though because you were the person who said Alliance is gonna get eliminated and no one else did. <laughs> it's so stupid. None of it should matter. 
We also probably shouldn't call each other Judas. Also, Alliance should probably look into <laughs> someone to do PR for Lotus Twitter. Dude, it makes me laugh. Like, the fact you just said that makes me laugh. It's so fucking over the top. <laughs> when When is OD gonna ingest Call Fog to Judas in the cast, though? Because... Oh, it, it's, it's definitely happening. We've joked about it backstage. <laughs> and now going over to OD Pixel and Judas. <laughs> It's it's really funny if it didn't shine a light on like a shitty uh situation because ultimately oh, yeah. all you're doing is is like digging at Lodamore. but like yeah if this if this was like a more even um fight uh, whatever this is right if this was a more even like if people were like really like yeah fuck the casters and stuff like that and other people were like nah fuck Loda and all that shit then like yeah we could do that because it's it's funny and then like. You know, like, but but when it's so one sided, it's not a good take. When you're like, no, you're punching down. You're you're, pun you're punching, punching down, down at Loda. Yeah, and that that that's also why Kyle could not. <clears throat> he could only have a little bit, a little bit of venom, you know, because that being said, Alliance he was also the first to call out. So you know, Alliance undefeated. Alliance is looking really good. I was really I'm, hoping Puma was going to beat them. Yeah, why's that? Just for the memes? Just for the memes. <laughs> just just for the memes. Mostly for the memes. Listen, you want, you want to know, I always say this, when talent are most biased, it's one of two reasons. Why uh, they're, they're most biased when they predicted a team to win. And I'm not talking like fucking one through eight, top eight predictions. I'm talking like as in, I, I'm watching this series, I'm watching these two, these two teams match up against each other, and I see this draft, I want to be right because I've got reasons. I've got like actual analysis to put into this game. I see the draft. I see maybe I saw game one. I want to be right about this. That is the most biased you'll ever get talent is when they predict something. When they think something, they really want that team to win then at that point in time. it's They don't have some like preconceived bias. They're like, man, I really hate these guys. I don't give a shit. But the other time that talent are really biased for the memes, Joey. <laughs> if if the outcome is funny, oh, we want that to happen so badly. What's gonna make good content? Yeah. And in which case, this way, uh, alliance winning or losing is funny content, actually. So it's true. Doesn't matter either way. It's pretty good for us. And you know what? Wound up better for Loda. So so good. Good on him. Yeah. Good on him. Underdog alliance. Matt, yeah. um, so, so the the other thing, touched on it earlier. I know that uh, I knew I should have edited out the part of the podcast where you said Lick was going to have a stand in last week because it didn't happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it also didn't go up on Reddit or anything. So yeah. So so thank you everybody for for not leaking that. That would have been hard to explain to. Um, <laughs> it would have been explained eventually. Bosses. They eventually got it. <laughs> Um, but the, the, what, what cap was alluding to last week, uh, and, and, and what hit is that boxy is taking some time off of Dota and an undefined amount of time, uh, to go be with his family. He is not kicked, not benched and fully intends on coming back to the main roster. Little, little breaky poo. 
But the person who's taking his place is Sumail, which is interesting for so many reasons. So many reasons, right? Mm-hmm. You think about you think about the liquid the liquid lineup, right? And you look at this team, and part of the reason why they're able to do what they do is the camaraderie that they have, and the fact that they've basically been together for for two plus years at this point as the same squad of five, right? Yeah, they're making this stuff together. Suddenly, you lose that. You lose that. You you, you take any piece out of that five man puzzle. There's a little something lost, and even bringing in Sumail, you know, Sumail's going to come with his own baggage and his own stuff right it'll be interesting to see how that works out together also liquid very fluid in roles all the time Mm -hmm. sumail most famous for playing a mid kind of shit on for playing an offlane boxy's an offlaner what happens does koikfa play offlane does sumail play mid do they switch sometimes does sumail only play offlane you know you guys play in wait what? I think it's t- t- uh, tomorrow. Oh, today, today's the lower division day, yeah. so you play tomorrow. So the podcast will not be out by then. It will be. It'll be out before the game. It'll be out before the game. Okay. <clears throat> okay. Speculation. <laughs> Who knows? Is Koifa gonna play mid? Is Samil gonna play mid? Is Mickey gonna play mid? And Samil plays carry, and Koifa plays off white. Who the fuck knows? It's, uh, it, it is definitely one of those things that uh, we just kind of have to wait and see. Because as you said, Liquid is incredibly versatile in their roles. And if any team is able to bend to a player's preference or bend to whatever they think is most ideal, Liquid is going to be up there on that list for sure. So, And, you know, Sumail is someone who at one point in time might have had the highest stock in dota yes i i would probably be hard pressed to currently put him in a top 10 list of dota player stock yeah his name is still there his name will always be there right people always identify sumail as that kid who won ti on eg and a hero one of if not the best mids in the world at at present time and through through like a through like a multitude of times people will always think storm spirit people will always like have these mm-hmm. people always think neck pillow people will always think about sumail in like these ways right but yeah. i think that that general sentiment has softened on him because uh you know he 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 ducks out of eg the na team he's playing on like is whatever just air is a flop him playing off lane isn't the best thing in the world right yeah and yeah, now suddenly, yeah. he's not really Sumail anymore. He's 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 just a like a highly notable Dota player who people know is good. Yeah. So what Sumail are we going to get on this roster? Well, I guess it depends on what position Sumail. I think like legitimately both his performance and his um his stock, quote unquote. Like the the only person I can think of that has had like higher Dota stock would be Anna, and it required that guy to win two TIs and not play any other Dota, you know. Mm-hmm. Like uh, even Thompson after TI eight, people were like, okay, but like fluke that whole thing. But also, it's like when O like if OG somehow won TI without Anna, 
then people would be like, oh, fucking Thompson, O'Tail, Samal, you know, or uh, Seb. Like, those guys are the fucking greatest. But because they didn't look very good without Anna or weren't, like, top, top, top tier, and then Anna comes back and they, you know, win another TI, it's like, oh, okay, well, then it's Anna, right? (laughs) It's literally, and that's probably not the case. Like, I legitimately think Anna is, like, a -a once-in-a-lifetime kind of player. But we don't know that for sure because Anna has played Dota before. It's not like he single-handedly carried teams to TI. He didn't even go to TI on his Mm -hmm. teams before. And we also don't know what OG looks like at TI without Anna. So it's, but just the storyline puts all of it onto Anna, right? It's like OG didn't look good because Anna's and Anna's gone. OG looks good and wins TI again when Anna's here. Then it must be Anna, you know. And everything comes down to Anna, and that's that's literally the only person I could think of who has had higher Dota stock than Samael at his peak. I there, there's so many questions that I'm looking forward to kind of getting answered just just from positions to performance to like you know Boxy's break being undefined and tied to family like there is a conceivable world where Sumail is on liquid through TI yeah and um, the question I, I think a really interesting question is Boxy's style as an offlaner is unique super unique so and people don't talk. Boxy does not get the credit he deserves. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, Boxy would uh, is a highly sought after player because he is a unique player. It's very rare, uh, from from my perspective, I think it's very rare to find people who have unique takes on Dota um, because everybody takes other people's ideas and digests them and like. They, they just take all these other ideas, but the the truly innovative idea makers, the the people who are pushing the the frontier, those are few and far between. Trust Most that. of the time, we're just regurgitating like stuff that has already been discovered, you know. So um, so, but but it also means when you're a unique player, you're also more like set. You're not nearly as malleable, right? You you are gonna play your way. So the question is, does Liquid look worse because some of their identity is gone? Boxy, in many ways, made Liquid. Or are they going to look better because they don't have, like, as rigid standards, let's say. Like, uh, they have something that is more flexible. Or they have a new way to be able to play because Boxy's gone. Uh, My bet is more the former than the latter. I think boxy's identity is like key to liquid and uh key to to their victories and i'm not sure if they're gonna look as good without him but it could be either i think that their schedule is incredibly favorable to this transition because the next three opponents they have are are brame uh hellbear and tundra Mm. and if you want to play three teams with a new lineup it's probably those three teams. <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be the most forgiving games they're going to get in one way or another. I'm interested, uh, you know, you, you talk about a lot about Boxy's identity and like what it does for Liquid and drafting is if this 
I if I have a criticism for Liquid, especially after watching the major, I think that that sometimes there is a propensity to be cute when you don't have to be. Mm. I think that sometimes there's like some envelope pushing or or, or some cheekiness and drafting or like some. It, it's almost like the uh, the 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 head games of flex picks get too deep because you go. Oh yeah, great great example is picking Enigma into Rubik. Because they believe that they can out-execute the Rubik. <laughs> like, guys, you could just keep the game simple for yourself. But they're like, nah, it's fine. Like, Tiger will still get his black hole off. And then uh, Boxy or Koifa or somebody is going to shit on the Rubik. And he won't be able to steal black hole and cancel it. <laughs> it's like, well, fuck me. That's, or, you, uh... or you don't have to do that. You could just not. Yikes. <laughs> you could just not draft Enigma. <laughs> Or, or it's like, oh, we're going to draft Enigma, and we actually think that it's going to go to Taiga, because Taiga always plagued Enigma. But Psyche, actually, we also picked Earth Spirit, but does Insania really play Earth Spirit? Not really. Now we have two Taiga heroes. Oh, what? Koik was playing Earth Spirit? Like, you know, the, the, these are things that are not uncommon to happen, where where the, the, the level of role swapping and hero swapping and flexibility can can go too far. Mm-hmm. And then you're just doing things that are in theory disadvantageous in in like the in because yes you might have confused your opponent in the draft but now you now you're playing heroes you might not want to be playing now you're playing Enigma to Rubik um, yeah and they might have to do less of that that I forgot the point I was trying to make they might be forced to do less of that if you don't have boxing. You instead have Sumail who's playing something that is slightly more rigid. That doesn't say Sumail's hero pulls rigid or what they want him to do is necessarily rigid. I can see a world where, where he can, he can swap roles a little bit, but I don't think that you're going to have the same level of flexibility. So you're not going to be able to get as cute, which could be a good thing. If I recall, Sumail as an offlaner wasn't that greedy. Um, Felt like he wanted to make moves around the map where Boxy is much more of a farming offlaner. Uh, and then if you compare Samael and Koifa, um, Koifa's like yield faithful, you know? He fucking goes off at the exact t- time and the exact amount every single time. He is a fucking rock for Liquid in that regard. Uh, but like, I, I feel very rarely does he like fully fucking shit on his opponent. Which is what Samael was was known Seldom. for doing, right? Samael was like literally known for being like the mid laner to fucking embarrass other mid laners. So it's um again it, it changes that dynamic no matter where he is. If nothing else, it's going to be interesting to see what it does to the DPC standings over there and how people are gonna are people are gonna play around it. If oh gonna- yeah, it'll be interesting. See Valve's ruling because uh, that stand-in, unless Boxy's going to come back real soon, that stand-in happened before Liquid took uh, played four games. So I believe technically by the ruling, you are allowed to forfeit one game. So I believe te- uh, if you forfeit two games, you're you're disqualified. So I, I think technically, um, you are. So- you are good to go. You played two games already. You play another four, then you dr- you forfeit the last one, and uh, that is technically how you could get by without Boxy playing at all. But it would require you to forfeit an entire match, and that very likely means no major for Liquid. Um, or Boxy is going to have to come back, 
for a game or Valve is going to uh, give an exemption. I'll edit this out if I have to after I confirm stuff after the show uh, about what is and isn't explicitly public. But um, there has been an exception given from Valve because of the circumstances. Oh, okay. I figured they would, um, but that's um, good to know. Valve has always been kind of reasonable about stuff like this. They've given so far, as as far as I know, I don't think there's a single team who hasn't gotten a COVID exception for um, the penalty at the major. Yeah, if, if if you show if you show the receipts and you're like, hey, this is what's going on. This is why it's going on. Is there any flexibility here? I think that you know they Valve is much more a fan of the uh, logic or or the real world scenario and less of the bureaucracy of like, well, it's written in the rules, which I'm a fan of. I understand that that's a slippery slope. Because you can, in theory, have people taking advantage of situations if you're not steadfast to your rulebook. True, people like try and fake COVID tests and stuff like that. Who would ever do that? No one, right? Zero people. <laughs> Oops. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I I am I am incredibly. I'm even more interested in the EU DPC now. Even more so because of how tight the group is at this point. Even more so because Alliance, man, they're just proving everyone wrong. Who would have? Who would? <laughs> yeah, Smashers was the the team I chose to uh, overbrain to make it through, and um, they're they're zero and two. I chose um, OG over Alliance, apparently, as being the team that was going to shake up the top of the group. But it looks like Alliance is going to be doing that. And um, and then Nigma uh, and and Bull Tundra are not looking so hot right now. Which yeah. Nigma doesn't I, I just, look bad. I know the dynamic was gonna be shaken up this season. Maybe Secret will still end up on top. Maybe the lower division teams will still end up on bottom. But I think there's a higher chance this season that we are going to break the fucking dynamic that there was last season of secret being on top. The bottom two teams are expected to go out and so on and so forth. I mean, now you're just going to make sad. I wonder what Kuroki in division two looks like. I don't think that I, I, I don't know. So I'm many not, things that have to go wrong. That's not happening. That's not happening. I'm going to no, that can't happen. <laughs> I would be that would be simultaneously great for Division Two and terrible for Dota. Imagine you just all watching a shit on a fucking bunch of lower division teams. <laughs> I like the idea of of Nigma versus the the twelfth best team in in Europe. Feels yeah, like some real open bracket shit. Speaking of, uh, there is a. Um, we were looking at this. We're talking Europe, but uh, I host the CIS side of things. Mm -hmm. And uh, T-Governor put it very eloquently. Uh, there is a team called No Techies. Uh, on that team is Solo, legendary CIS captain, right? Mm -hmm. Formerly of VP, one of the most dominant rosters in Dota 2 of all time, only overshadowed by OG and Secret when it comes to like long-term dominance of a scene. 
He said, uh, no techies is speed running upper division to elimination. <laughs> because they started in the upper division last team, went bottom two. Now they're zero and two in the lower division as well. That is actually insane. That the, the idea that a, a team that was in the upper division is actually bad enough to straight up not make it uh, or to not stay in the lower division either. They legitimately may just go upper division, lower division out of the DPC. <laughs> oh, man. They're the only people on that bubble. That's, that's, oh, no, solo. There is there is potentially other teams out there. Um, 496 was in upper division. There's you and two in Southeast Asia right now. But it's funnier just because solo is like a legendary name and he's now not legendary at all. <laughs> He's being exposed. Um, yeah. That's that's my thinking voice when I actually don't have when I don't have anything. That's yeah. that's that's my cue to go. What a great week, everybody! <laughs> See you on the yep. next one. <laughs> hey, have you seen my hosting? By the way. I have not watched any of the CIS stuff. I, I can I can do some homework, you know, just, just just for you. I've listened to almost. I've I've coincidentally listened to like almost all of your your EU casting. Um, mm. But but I haven't. I haven't have turned on game, game with fogged. Felt good. I don't under I I don't understand how Boxy was playing Mars so well against PL. I'm gonna say he got a little help from ILTW. Just he got he got a little help from. Him. Yes, you know? I, I don't think I don't think you can unless the PL is is performing a little poorly. Let's 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 also make sure to say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you you were you were going crazy that cast. There was like a why why there was like a three minute fight <laughs> by Barracks in that game. Yeah, it like, felt good. Because, um, you know, be, just, like being an older caster, um, no, nobody like wants to give you praise. It, it's it's played out, you know, it's like you're, you you get your fucking Reddit threads and stuff when you're on the come up. You know, people want to show you appreciation. We get it. You're good at your job, right? Like, yeah, it's, it's nice to remind people to like, hey, you know, these other people are, are coming up and they're good. But like, don't forget. Don't forget. I'm here. I'm, I'm good. I'm, I'm, uh, you know, you fucking put, uh, OD pixel one, one a, but I'm one B don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not free anytime soon. I've, I'll, 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 I'll go preach. I'll go preach the gospel. And I think I'm doing a pretty good job hosting, but, um, I, I was curious on your feedback from that. I'm going to ask Sheever as well. What, uh, what she thinks of my hosting so far. I'll have to watch some this week. Let me know when you're hosting, and I and I will watch. Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. Okay, that means that I got a full week. I got, I got a full week to go watch later this week. Yeah. I won't forget. But until Thursday, Friday, or Sunday, there's a podcast to edit. There's some video <laughs> games to play. You got some lower division to go care about today. Um. No, I'm not working today. Today's my day off. I'm gonna go stream. I'm gonna go play techies. I'm, I'm, um, I, you know, I don't, I don't care. I like, I reached AK. Like, fuck it. 
I really want to just grind some techies for position because I'm convinced this hero is good. And I want to be able to show that it is good. Do you get a TP if you kill yourself? No. Big nerf. Big nerf. Hurt. Hurt badly. Is it really that much of a thing to abuse to justify making an exception for that? Like, what are the use so. cases to where that gets abused? Dude, Aaron and I had the funniest conversation on panel. So I was like, all right, you're a techies guy. I'm a techies guy. Let's talk about some techies. What do you think about the techies changes? <laughs> and he was like, what the fuck was with that, like, suicide? Like, <laughs> like he, he, it was, he's funny because he's absolutely right. In the patch notes, they're like, techies can no longer suicide and get TP scrolls. This affects all suicide abilities. And Aaron's like... What other suicide ability was this? It's like it says all, but it's like very clearly pointing at techies. It's very clearly a fuck you to techies specifically. Nobody else can suicide anymore. They took it away. The Baden, Pudge, all those heroes. They like, yeah, who else even can't do it? It was like it was like a Baden and Pudge. There's like weird scenarios where you can uh, technically like suicide. Could Pugna um, like give enough of his life away to die at one point in time? Yeah, that was you a could, thing. Like, you kill someone to die. You can also like deny yourself. I don't know if that counts in the the situation. You know, when you have a dot on you and like Beastmaster kills himself with his own boar or something like that. Um, but yeah, I like. I don't know if that affects it, but like, yeah, this is very clearly like a fuck you to techies. This affects all suicide heroes. Who? Who? It's only techies. <laughs> 